electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC, Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Pretty steady pre-market after Tuesday's attempt at an afternoon rally. Uh, China does slip into deflation for the first time in two years. Is that a tell for our own CPI print tomorrow? 10-year 402. Our roadmap begins with deflation concerns in China. Consumer prices falling. Uh, big news for the one of the world's largest economies. Disney also in focus is ahead, of course, uh, that will be its after-the-bell earnings report. But the company's ESPN unit striking that potentially $2 billion sports betting deal with Penn Entertainment. We will also keep an eye on Eli Lilly stock's record run. This follows yesterday's incredible rally, of course, sparked uh, not just by strong sales of its diabetes drug, but of course, as we know as well, a very encouraging study uh, in terms of the broader impact of those weight loss reduction drugs. Also an upgrade this morning as well. Yep. Jeffries, thank you. Let's start with Disney, though, and that ESPN sports betting deal with Penn. Jim, sounds like this morning, at least from Twitter, that you wonder why the market's not making a bigger deal of it on the Disney side. Yeah, because I think that one of the things that has been, there's 55 million people who play fantasy, all right? What people usually do is they have their lineup, they put their team on the ESPN site, but then they go to DraftKings to play Daily Fantasy. And Daily Fantasy is just huge in this country. Now, you, I think Jason Robbins does a fantastic job at DraftKings. And remember, Disney had a big 8% stake. But now I think you'll stay on the Disney ESPN site to do your gambling. And that is very powerful. Uh, and I think it's just money. Manna from heaven. Is it, is it bad news, zero sum for Caesars and DraftKings? Yeah, uh, kind of, yeah. Really? And but I, those deals probably get phased out. Well, they, I know Disney's probably going to have yeah. to sell at stake, which is one of the reasons why. Oh, DraftKings got upgraded today, but one of the reasons why DraftKings is down. DraftKings does have tremendous market share. Um, and by the way, Penn Nat has like terrible market share. So I don't know. In order to get market share, what you have to do is you have to have something proprietary. And the only thing I see that's proprietary that Disney has, frankly, is Adam Schefter from ESPN. Um, you know, my understanding is Penn, as you might have expected, has talked to any number of potential partners right. on this, especially in light of the fact that Dave Portnoy, as he has admitted, was basically an impediment to them getting licenses in certain places. I and mean, right. that partnership, so to speak, did not work for Penn, it would no. seem. Uh, they were- got some market share, but really Portnoy in particular seemed to be an impediment to them getting. Well, you know who it did work for? Portnoy. Portnoy. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you talk about getting pantsed. Oh, my God. He pants Snowden? He gets... Oh, come on. Jeez. Who? The CEO of Penn. Oh, CEO of Penn. I know the chairman. But he, uh, he gets control of his company back entirely. Right. And then if he ever does sell it, which he says he never will, never will. they get 50% Wait. of the proceeds. Meanwhile, Penn is shelling out a good amount of money for this opportunity to partner with ESPN. Uh, maybe, they can, maybe Disney can do that dividend after all. $1.5 billion over 10 years. So it's $150 million at the very least that will be sort of marketing the ESPN right. 
brand. It's unclear exactly how they're going to roll this out. Apparently, Penn does have a new tech stack, I'm told. You can see the stock is, is uh, responding very no, positively. Yes, they do to have this. a new tech stack, but they have no market share. And there's actually a nice chart today from Moffitt Nathanson, which just shows you you, you can't you need to have is, a, yeah. you need to have some sort of a I don't know binoculars to see it. Uh, it's very small, uh, and obviously this is seen as being something that will supercharge their ability to actually really gain. Well, do you buy my DFS? Do you ever look at DFS Daily Fantasy? I'm not it's your very, guy. It's I'm very, not your go-to guy for all that it's stuff. Why well, used to have a show at DraftKings? It's very sticky. So, I mean, right now there are some good ads on the ESPN site, but they don't have to. They don't charge a lot. This will keep you watching the ESPN site as the games go on, and particularly one of the things that Bob Iger is always focused on is the fourth quarter of a game is watched because of daily fantasy. So, I think it's a. I think it's a brilliant coup because a right coup now for who? For Disney. Yeah. I mean, listen, again, this is, by the way, not a surprise. If you remember, they've been talking about this oh, for quite some time. They in wanted fact, a lot of money. In fact, uh, uh, Bob Chapek, uh, the former CEO of the company, when I spoke to him back in September of last year. Who was that former CEO? Bob Chapek um, spoke very specifically about, you know, uh, wanting to have a frictionless sports betting potential with not having to have four screens in front of you and how ESPN has the ability to do that, wanting to have a partner because, of course, they were never going to be a book that's never in the cards for the Walt Disney Company. None of that seemed to change, Jim. No, he did want it. I know uh, Jimmy Patero, who's so terrific at ESPN, wanted to do something involving ISOs, isolated cameras on your skill players, again, for fantasy. That's cool. Uh, Bob Iger understands fantasy better than any of the CEOs I know, and uh, I think that He's a Green Bay fan, by the way, so that's probably going to make it so he has not, nobody to draft this year. No, no, I shouldn't say that because Aaron Jones, he did quite well, but I had A.J. Dillon. He did nothing for me. But I do think that Patero really understands the space, and I think we keep leaving out the fact that Bob Iger was on the Vision Pro intro. You think that that's important. I know. Yes, I do, because I do think that you see this, this David, what's coming together here is that you'll be following your players – isolated on Vision Pro while you, you're gambling on DFS, Daily Fantasy, uh, and, you're, uh, so, and you're putting your team, your club team, on the ESPN site, ESPN gets seamless soup to nuts. Right now it's been ESPN to DraftKings. One of the reasons why ESPN, why Disney has a stake with, with DraftKings. But now it's going to be, you're going to stay right on their site. Uh, you mentioned the Vision Pro and Disney's longstanding relationship with Apple. Remember yes. that the Mickey Mouse face was one of the original watch faces? I had it for a long time. Uh, the headline of The Hollywood Reporter this morning, Kim Masters, Disney sale to Apple, don't count it out this time. As we're once again back to Laura Markin's yeah, dream um, at Needham. Oh, yeah. No, you know, I talked to Linda Khan yesterday. She thinks it's a great idea. Yeah, no, I mean, right. the FTC, I mean, the FTC would, would block Disney merging with Illinois Toolworks. Uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, this won't go away for any number of reasons. Uh, but do you, can you really imagine Apple wanting to be in the theme parks business? No, but I imagine uh, Apple I, you know, wanting. I mean, there are they so want, many other avenues for them that I can imagine them going down before I would see them making. And by the way, it would become, even though it still would be a small part of the overall. And even if you bought this thing for, where's Disney's market cap now, for $220 bill, it would still be less than 10% of true. your market cap. True. That said, it can't move the needle. No, they, come like, on, man, the Apple car. you got to imagine that's a way more compelling opportunity for example, is you want to do something a little off the Apple car, at least you could imagine. That you want really, compelling? we're going to run 
theme parks and and what? I didn't Cable say networks? it. Why are you looking at me? I didn't I'm say it. looking at you. <laughs> I am focused on Friday night's game I mean, just between Philadelphia and Corretaro for this. Major League Soccer, which is taking the country by storm, and you don't even understand it. And when we have Vision Pro, you can watch, like I did, the ball come right at you, and you're, you dodge it. You look like this because it's coming right at you. They are MLS. MLS is real. It's real. Yeah. And everyone says, well, they'll you never. You talked to Eddie Q about this, uh, this yes. summer. Yeah, you know, like, you know, think about it like this. They, people keep saying, you know what, it'll never be global. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's in the biggest cities in Mexico. I mean, Mexico's not part of the United States. There. Now, you know, just uh, not, everything's man, not, not everything can be man you. Did you see the man you are song game? I did not. <laughs> I didn't either. Sorry. Oh, guys, it was just. Sorry. Never mind. So sorry to disappoint you. I didn't watch that game. I, I want to go to Will Frost in London for a second. <laughs> Wolf? Wolf? Oh, I'm in Wolf. Jim, as for the quarter tonight, uh, people are looking at maybe weaker box office, higher tax rate, lower hot star sub forecast, yeah. right down of the Galactic Star Cruiser. What other? What well, else are you watching? Did, Bob Iger did say it's going to be a bad quarter. He did. He told yeah, me he that. Point. Yeah. Well, I got it too. Well, he went in. He was somewhat expansive in terms of the challenges, I think, that we discussed back on the 13th of July. It was. He but said that it's said, be, it's well, not clear. This. Jim, what I would ask you is it's far from clear that they're not going to make the numbers. Though, well, no, I because mean, because the numbers have already adjusted to a large extent. Could you have lowered expectation in this quarter? No. I mean, so. this is basically the CEO saying we're going to miss the estimates. The estimates are wrong. We're way low. I mean, that said, you could imagine a scenario under which now they perhaps have underpromised so much they that they over They have a story to tell, too. They have yeah. a story to tell about fantasy. I've been begging since 2008 to do this. Um, well, so, the, the, yeah. de- the, bait, the debate for years was whether or not gambling could fit into a family-friendly Disney framework, right? Well, that, that discussion is clearly over. Yeah, that is definitely, jeez, um, it's over. Don't forget, you know, by the way, you know, Fox closed its deal with Flutter recently. I don't mean closed it like they made it happen. I mean, they closed it. Like, shut it down. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, the, you know, when you look at what DraftKings Draft market share is fantastic. Yeah. Penn National's market shares, break out the microscope. I'm not kidding. They're like, no, in nowhere. this area, that's why they're doing this. That's why they're willing to put up a lot of capital, potentially. I know, $1.5 another $500 million and Well, they're going to have to a lot. I mean, boy, time, don't you think it's interesting they didn't get but, any share from Portnoy? No. Portnoy didn't work for them. It worked for him, but not for them. Well, um, when it comes to Disney tonight, we'll see what we hear from uh, Mr. Iger. Of course, it will be the first time we hear from him since he right. spoke to CNBC, spoke to us back in uh, on July uh, 13th. At that time, you may recall, there were a lot of different things that we discussed in terms of uh, ABC, cable networks, ESPN, and his plans for that. In fact, speaking of ESPN, take a listen to what he had to say at the time, given we've talked a lot about it this morning with this tie-up with Ken. If you look at today's media landscape, sports stands very, very tall in terms of its ability to convene millions and millions of people all at once. Uh, There's almost a guarantee that that occurs. It's an advertiser's dream. There's a great demographic there. It lends itself to technology in many ways, both in terms of coverage, distribution, and consumption. And our position in that business is very unique. We have a great brand. We've had a great business. And we want to stay in that business. That said, we're going to be open-minded there, too, not necessarily about spinning ESPN off, but about looking for strategic partners that could either help us with distribution or content. But we want to stay in the sports business. 
So another well, thing that obviously people may want to follow up on with him, and you know, we've heard that there have been some conversations with perhaps sports leagues. You've, rep, you've discussed the possibility of a tie-up with Apple. Yeah, um, I think it's big. And, you know, and again, we've talked endlessly about the decline of these linear networks and what that has looked like and what that's going to mean. No, I think, I think that when we look at tonight, I think you correctly laid out the bear case. But how about if he does say, listen, we're, we're going to be, uh, all, our, all the games that we have are going to be on, on, on Vision Pro starting in 2024. Yep. And that would be, an, and Apple's going to pay us X. So Apple doesn't have to buy it. The idea of Apple buying them. Yeah. I mean, jeez, oh, I mean, why I, put that stuff out? I, I mean, I can. I don't know. Why would you do it's that? It's possible they beat the number tonight. You get some good commentary on the call, you know, and, uh, you know, and they keep. Dividend? And they Give keep. an announcement? I don't know about that. Why they not? keep Nelson Peltz at bay, because that's still out there, too. He might too. come back. That's still out there, too. Peltz might still come back and represent, at the very least, a distraction in terms of another possible fight for a board seat. He's, I, my understanding is, he's continued to ask. Um, you know, Ike Perlmutter, even fairly recently. Ike Perlmutter is obviously a huge shareholder, not doing that well. No. So Pelts is out there. We'll see what the quarter looks like. It's, a, it's an interesting setup for Very the Ike uh, Meantime, uh, there are some stories on the tape this morning about whether or not we're in a peak travel period here, Jim, after some of well, the metrics we got from Airbnb and some of the airlines in Europe. The numbers from Hertz indicate not true. The, the numbers are extraordinarily good for Hertz. And Bookings.com had extraordinary numbers. American Express had very good numbers. So I still don't get the, I'm not going against my long on, uh, you know, long, long on money, short on time. It just doesn't add up. But it is international. We're just not, we're kind of done with going and seeing the Grand Canyon. We've seen the Grand Canyon enough. So Hell's Handmaker is done. Last visitor to the y- Grand Canyon. Yes, enough with the uh, Redwood Forest, Goldstream Waters. Enough with all those beautiful, magnificent things. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to move on. Is it? Does Lake Powell have any water in it left? Talk um, to Xylem, Spruce Point, negative piece of Xylem. Water is an issue. Yeah. Lake Como. Lake Como Lake looks Como. good. Yeah. Success. Succession. Take oh, a look. Wrong network. Sorry. Take a look at the pre-market this morning. It's actually a pretty busy uh, Wednesday. Got news on NVIDIA, Rivian, Carvana, Lyft, Wendy's, uh, WeWork. Watch crude today. 84.11 is the highest of the year. Squawk of the Streets back in a minute. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big-picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. 
Stocks looking to open roughly unchanged after yesterday's decline. A different story, though, overnight in China. Markets closed lower on data indicating that country's economy entering deflationary territory. Consumer prices down uh, three-tenths in July from a year ago, the first such drop since 2021. Uh, this morning, Jim, uh, J.P. Morgan says, if you recall our last CPI print, it was uh, precluded by a miss in China CPI right. and uh, a miss on Mannheim. Well, it's interesting. When you look at, at the sector performance since the, la- the July 12 CPI, energy up 6.7, finances up 3.2, but the rest of them all down. It's kind of meaningful. I also think that uh, there is a, an outfit, Country Garden, are you familiar with these guys? Largest, no. One of the largest real, real estate plays. It's bigger than uh, the uh, Bright that was so bad. Okay. Right. And I think that what you're going to see is We've got some serious deflation. Country Garden, this is thank you to Bloomberg, Reuters, and New York Times, but this, they didn't pay $22.5 million in interest due Monday on debt securities. This outfit is just gigantic. You know, and, and it's one of the, probably the largest developer. I mean, I was thinking about what to do with all the places that they have, and I was thinking, David, I don't know. Pickleball? Well, the, the lar- Pickleball? The larger, the largest it, pickleball well, courts in the world. It, what it it does shed light on is the um, significant decline in property values, Amazing. potential defaults, and for many Chinese, their home is their piggy bank, so to speak. And uh, with declining values, it makes them even more reluctant, perhaps, to spend. Hence, you, you, you deal with sort of this deflation that we're talking about now as a real possibility extending beyond, right. obviously, a quarter, Carl. Uh, there's also uh, some takes that uh, the crackdown on, on business interests has has eroded confidence, yes. not just for so. consumers, but for business leaders. You know, deflation is such a tough thing because people think, ooh, deflation, that could be great, particularly when we were run, running Buy hot. stuff cheaper, right? But yeah. where was the worst deflation in the world? Japan. No, no 1931 to 1930. Germany. Germany. And that's what destroyed, um, you know, destroyed the economy. And I don't know. I mean, look, I don't want to say what happened necessarily cause and effect, but there was a party that gained tremendous tremendous traction because of deflation in Germany. Uh, now, that said, City this morning says, look, it's one print. Uh, uh, we're going to watch for policy delivery in the coming weeks, perhaps. Again. Good luck. I mean, like, they keep trying to prop up the property debt. I mean, look, they wanted service to be, their goal was to get it to be 60% of the economy instead of 30%, and they're failing miserably. Just failing miserably. It could lead know. to a lot of other geopolitical kinds of things. You do, if, if in fact the economy does go into a tailspin there. So, well, what do you do? Some David? of them worry. How, how do you ignite an economy in deflation? Because most countries have never been able to turn deflation. Well, Japan has deflation. finally emerged. Uh, and in, how fact, many years? It took thirty years. Yeah, it took thirty years. And, and Nikkei today says China is set to lift the ban on group travel to Japan, maybe as early as tomorrow. Really? Outside. That could help. I don't know. I've got to tell you that if I were the Chinese, ever since the president for life, it's just been cut, the wheels have been coming off the bus. And to there. Carl's point, I think that crackdown on business and the, the impact it had on confidence, particularly of so many of the business leaders, you know, we talked at the time about Jack Ma certainly disappearing from the public venue. It was not insignificant. No, it's hard it's, to come back from that. I think people are totally underestimating an American company that would open a factory there right now. I think it would be frowned upon other than Apple. Apple's able to do it, uh, and obviously Starbucks and Nike. And, and then Tesla. everybody else. And Tesla. Well, and Tesla, but the government does not favor it anymore. 
Uh, yeah, uh, the White House uh, looking to detail some restrictions on investment yeah. there today. Kramer's Mad Dash coming up after the, uh, the break, and of course the opening bell. Take one last look at futures on this Wednesday. We're back in a moment. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. All right, let's get to a mad dash before we count you down to an opening bell about uh, seven minutes from now. Of course, the great Muhammad Ali would call himself the greatest. Yes. But if you're talking about a stock for this year, I think there's only one name. It's NVIDIA. And David, I don't know if you know Hugging Face, the site Hugging Face. Do you? No, no I don't. Well, that, that's where you go if you want to actually be part of the next generation of NVIDIA that was in, of, of their package that was announced yesterday at the SIGGRAPH uh, keynote of Jensen. And the SIGGRAPH keynote was incredible because they're talking about, you know, there's $50 trillion in manufacturing spend. And if you want to go make a factory, a really good factory, let's just say you want to make a Mercedes-Benz factory, you could go to this new, you know, you could speak to it, basically, and say, I want the finest Mercedes-Benz factory that could be made using all of the great things of every factory in the world. It will then build you one using robots that learn how to be robots. I'm not kidding. And they'll build it to you in, in scale, actually, in a digital twin, and then you just go make the factory from that digital twin. And he outlined it yesterday. It's the new Grace, Ho Grace Hopper super chip. And I thought, I want people to go watch this video if they want to know why this stock has done this. Because okay. it's about power. And Where do I watch this video again? The SIGGRAPH, S-I-G-G-G-S-I-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-
Uh, by the way, the diabetes uh, companies were down. Now, uh, the reason why I thought that interview at that moment was so important is that you really can't skip a week. It's dangerous to skip a week. You can put weight right back on. People are very concerned that Wegovy, which is made by Novo Nordisk, not enough capacity. Meantime, they opened a giant North Carolina facility for Lilly. So you will, doctors will rather give you, uh, they'd rather give you Moderna because then you won't worry about running out, which is what the big worry is with Wegovy. Supply chain stress, yes. once again. Although the actual, thing. it's interesting because the actual plastic vial that it comes in is not. Uh, it's a once a week shot. You, it, there's, they're trying to get it so the doctor gives it to you so you're not scared. But I do think that doctors will be reluctant to give you Wegovy because of, of scarcity versus Eli Lilly ready. David Ricks also has, by the way, his tremendous story about Alzheimer's, which he didn't talk about. But the work I did with the American Brain Foundation tells me without a doubt that they've got a very, very good product for Alzheimer's. Yeah, a lot of pots boiling at an amazing yeah. run. Um, you see we're pulled back to 4,500 on the nose, Jim. <laughs> just, are we just going to circulate around just, this like a magnet? I guess so. I mean, well, look, I mean, you know, oil's up. Maybe people are just trying to figure out whether the CPI will be bad because, remember, this CPI is X oil, uh, X oil and gas. But, yeah, we're stuck. We're stuck. And, you know, David, one of the reasons... I, I think we're stuck is because we, we're actually, and I did my lead on this, we're out of things to trade. There's like no more, we're, we're done with what you're going to try take a, extrapolate take two, right? I mean, we don't have anything to trade off of. You mean? Uh, other than this upcoming auto strike, are you worried about that? Can't September just, 14th, have you seen all, that? Can't we all get excited about AI again? I mean, what, we're done I just, with that? I just gave you the biggest AI story and you completely dismissed it. Do you even know who Grace Hopper is? Yes. Maybe. I do. I think he knows. I think yeah, we you all do? Know. Yeah. Yes. I went out with her before I met Lisa. <laughs> no, the Grace Hopper is the giant chips that he's I put do, together. I, I, right, I do. You were just talking about it. I you was know, there's, listening to there's you. Off, there's just nothing to trade off of. So you're going to drink? Going to have a Celsius? Celsius had an unbelievable quarter last night. Are you, getting, it, are you a paid spokesman it, now for the Celsius Institute <laughs> or something? What the hell? What are you doing? This, they, PepsiCo has an 8% stake. They had an amazing number. I'm just saying, oh. if you're looking for things to trade off of, you can trade off of Wendy's. Can we start wearing little patches on our on our jackets now ST, to advertise various things? Yeah. STP. No, but Celsius that smells was, good. Celsius was a great quarter. And I think and you Jim, should, I hear it has no preservatives or sugar. This is four times a typical coffee that I drink. Do we need to like do the little thing off of your, your shiny teeth, uh, like a, like an endorsement? What is going this is on incredible, here? David. I can't believe it. You want to take a look at this? Eight percent. Taste What's the right? way a Celta should. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Don't forget, PepsiCo bought this thing for bought a piece for a song. They'll buy the. That's Raymond LaGuardia, who's a very forward-looking guy. Want to try some? No, I don't. Well, we, no, don't, we did talk you. to Erwin Simon yesterday about uh, how he's Tilray. changing Tilray's beverage portfolio. Mm. What a move that was. He better do something. Jeez. <laughs> Why? Because well, we had him on and he talked no, about... No, I thought he was very good. Yes. I thought he was very but, good. But his argument was that uh, cannabis, if you're waiting for policy, it's getting a little bit no. Uh, impatient. No, and I was, when I owned Bar San Miguel, I went to um, the people at at Canopy, and I said, listen, do you think we can ever introduce this? And they said, no, it's going to be a whole separate set of bars that will be cannabis. Well, that was about five years ago. I know. What happened? Well, the states haven't approved it. No. Kind of like gambling. Cannabis came and went. Yeah, quick, it did really it? fast. Remember, remember when we were sitting here? It was sort yep. of like it was back in the days of Beyond Meat, too. So, oh, wow. Beyond Meat. So exciting. Yeah. 
turn out to be that was impossible. Beyond Meat. And we didn't even talk about Beyond Meat yesterday. No, because it's too small. Yeah. Can it be too small? Same, the same way. That's why I say there's nothing to trade off of. These are all too small. There was a time we talked about WeWork. Now, of course, it was not a private, oh, was, co- a, pro- a public company at the time we talked about it. How can that not be a meme stock? And it's it, bankrupt. They it's, love that. And, oh, here it goes. And, Ten million shares. And WeWork is potentially we meme that it because uh, it, it may not stay solvent. It now, may David, be, what about may the, be done for. What about all the empty space from WeWork that they have? I don't know. What about it? I don't know. But did you see Boston Properties was upgraded to the big yes. price boost? I know you're. Why are they being such a bit? Why are they such a good? Real estate company. There's rework down yet again. I mean, it's it's kind of over and done with. No, you it think isn't, about David. the capital that that company consumes. David doesn't understand that when you have a stock from that's at 15 cents and, so many other and you have meme people going public as a SPAC. Look at this. The thing. meme people could double that stock in the oh, time that we do the show. Don't encourage them, please. What are you no? doing? Don't well, encourage them to do that. Not encouraging I mean, anybody. BTIG did we'll cut see. it to neutral today, Jim. <laughs> Just saying. That is, that could be one Don't reason. Don't do that when I'm drinking soldier. We, we gotta get, get out now. We gotta I get out. I just did a Danny Thomas spit take on the $7,000 Brioni suit. I mean, does it come out? Celsius come out, Brioni? Jeez. Carl, what, what, what did they see something they didn't I, like? Channel checks. Channel checks. Channel yep. checks. Not looking good. It's always the old channel checks. Good. The other story in that, that realm, Jim, not a going concern certainly, but is wheels up though, getting a capital oh, infusion from Delta here oh and looking for options. You know, if yeah. you want, a wheel stuff that works. That's another SPAC, by the way. That's I mean, another meme stock. Some high quality SPACing going on there, wasn't there? Ooh. Well, you know what? You know what's one that's actually that I believe in? I believe in Blade. And boy, nobody else does. Uh, <laughs> Why do you? Well, because you they did this organ donor. They did the organ business. Yeah. They're not just. The, yeah. Not just your helicopter, my helicopter, do a. Are we going to stay tandem? in the sub $300 million market cap range well, all no, show? No, although I think Blade's just, back on, on, the, let, on the map, right? Let, yes, that, yes. Let's just go yeah. back. Let's just go back to the theme. What I'm saying is why we might be struck, stuck is it's WeWork, um, it's Blade, uh, it's Wheels Up. There's like not much oh, to really talk about. Oh, come on. I'm waiting for Disney. Disney's big. Well, I, how take about, two. Take two is big. Uh, Carvana? Yeah. Uh, okay, so it. By the way, there's so, another company that people thought was, but no, they never said we were anywhere near insolvent, but there was this concern. Well, and man, what a great performer that's been. I, I had I had Carvana on like three weeks ago, okay? And, Carv- and in the interim, they said that their EBITDA almost doubled. Yeah. Now, when you mentioned the Mannheim Index, and that plus the fact that you're getting lots of different discounts on cars and trucks, and the incredible Facebook performance by Sean Fain yesterday where he just called the Stellantis offer trash. We're going to have, right when we start talking about the presidential election, I think the biggest strike our country has had in years, which is the UAW. You think that's going to happen? Yeah. You don't think Gene Sperling can uh, talk both sides off of ledges? No, Gino can't do it because this guy who runs the UAW uh, reminds me of Earl Browder. I mean, he's like a longshoreman union. The well, stevedores. Well, today's the 100 day of the writers uh, on strike. Right. Uh, and that rhetoric isn't cooling down after Friday's apparently failed meeting. No, I mean, look, these things matter tremendously. The, the auto strike is going to, you know, I have Dana on tonight. When not Zool. I don't know if I have Zool September on tomorrow. 14th is Dana the September 14th. 14th. But this, the, the fellow who's running it is just going around telling Like, if you walked in there, he would tell you. I mean, he says horrible things. He's talking about a kleptocracy. 
that the people who own these stocks are just bad people. I mean, you know, Americans own these. I mean, it's like it's in your uh, 401k. Yeah, I have been focused. Oh, you've got to focus I, on this I guy. All right. This guy is just, he was made for our show. We should bring him on? Oh, I want him on. Sean Fain, I think he, he should be like a co-host. He is so electric. He's, he is third rail. He is using rhetoric that Elizabeth Warren would say, keep your mouth shut. Really? Yes. So is it going to be the, like the day when we brought in those Queens councilman who was opposed to Amazon's HQ? It's just sort of like, I have no idea what language you're speaking. That wrecked, your, that wrecked this place that you're from. Wrecked me. It wrecked Queens. It, re- it did. Yeah, that no, was, it didn't wreck. That but it, was, and the dismantling of the Mets. It was a missed opportunity. Yeah. The dismantling of the Mets was quite disappointing. Yes, it was. Well, it's, wait till next year, too, friend. Well, well, yes, wait till next year. Just you wait. We did have a, we did, we did Akamai on this morning. That was an excellent view that mostly did. Yeah, uh, revenue beat, EPS beat. They raised the full guide, uh, kind of. But, Jim, after um, Twilio and Datadog this week where yeah. the revenue guides are a little soft. I think that Akamai, look, remember we had Fortinet, and they made people feel that you got to get out of cybersecurity which then caused the shorts to, to cause a giant run on Palo Alto Networks, which my trust owns, and they were very, very everybody's worried about a Friday uh, number. And people say, oh, I wouldn't report Friday unless uh, Nikesh wanted to hide it, Nikesh Aurora. Yeah. But Akamai talked this morning about how strong, uh, how strong cybersecurity is. And people have been knocking Cloudflare for saying how, how weak it is. That's just completely wrong. He, Matthew Prince did not say that, that cybersecurity is weak the CEO of Cloudflare. So I still believe in cybersecurity. But we did have Fortinet say that, amazingly, that people are scrutinizing their cybersecurity spend. I, I just don't believe that. So I think they're scrutinizing their spend with Fortinet. Apparently, the other folks scrutinizing their spend are those who pay for postings on ZipRecruiter, oh where revenue's down almost 30, Jim, and the <sighs> management's saying this deceleration is accelerating. What does that say about the labor market? I think that this has been... One of the things that, that is going Jay Powell's way, this has been where really there was a tremendous amount of, of inflation when it came to the very rich, when it came to the people, you know, comp side people. And he says a number of job openings and employers' willingness to pay for those job openings has been declining significantly from the peaks of 21, 2021 and 2022. That's fantastic for Jay. That's just made That's what for he Jay. wants to hear. Yes, it was perfect. David? The labor market may be in some sort of flux, so to speak. So we have the labor market. We have they're the, not the only one. There have been a couple of other, um, you know, some of the, and the, we know the consulting companies have put off sort of their new hires, yes, for example, absolutely. coming and joining them. The, the, you know, the latest entrance from college. Uh, We're down to service now, still hiring. their clients are not as anxious. No, so there I, is something going on here <laughs> called a slowdown, I guess. Yes, thank you. Are you laughing at me? No, because it's like Buffalo Springfield. You're laughing with me or at me? No, I would never laugh at you. I would never do that. Not after that. Only by after that interview. Right. Which, which one? Look what he's done. He did. He did the Age of Walmart. He did age Amazon. Walmart. Amazon. What? What are you going you did, back no, twenty I'm years? You did Amazon. You did Walmart, and you did Tesla. And those are probably the three most important companies of our time. Oh, so it was well done. Thank you. Oh, you're, my whole career there. No, just, well, look, I'm, my father was such a huge fan of yours. Why does he hate you so much, Jim? Jamesy, he hates you. I said, no, Pop, he does not hate me. That's the Walmart, question. That we all get that question. Do yeah. they really hate no. each other? Well, Jamesy, why does he hate you? And then I meet your mom, and your mom says, you love him so much. 
How's it possible? It's all true. It's only love. You know that. Speaking of Walmart, uh, we're going to get earnings next week. Today, Citi comes in. We expect a bottom line beat. Margins actually have the easiest comp of the year. Inventory is pretty clean. I think they're going to crush it. I think that their level of... Look, Doug Milley runs scared, but I think that their numbers are amazing. It's the time for them because if people are trading down, they don't go to... I think they've kind of discovered that the Dollar Tree, Dollar General, other than their unbelievable candy aisle, is no bargain. The bargains to be had are at Walmart, particularly their private label, which David... You have been pointing that out. You said quality the, the, the private, private label has been quite high. You, I, yeah. I like their private label food. It's good. With my tomato sauce, killer. Are you going to sell your tomato sauce into... <laughs> no. Jim's own? You going Jim, for it? Jim's none better. It's not Jim's own. Oh, it's Jim's none Jim's better. Jim's none better tomato sauce. Uh, um, speaking of consumers looking for bargains, Jim Lift last night saying yeah. that people are really turned off by surge pricing. Um, I, surprise profit, uh, and they do guide solid, but shares are down about 7%. Yeah, I was hoping that this would be the breakout quarter. Richer, I think, is terrific. And I think we all admit that we need two. But he wasn't happy with with his numbers yet. I think he could be happy with them. They do have a good airport option where you can kind of tell the, the the lift operator you're coming in versus that scrum that you have to do when you come in on the airport, David. Yeah. The um, guys, I, I will offer up Oh, one. you got something. No, I don't have anything. Okay. Uh, great, but it's something that has been a, a kind of an ongoing theme, which is, I, you know, I, we should be focused. These alternative asset managers have become so large. We talk about no. them often, but perhaps not often enough. Okay. It's not just Blackstone or Apollo or KKR. Brookfield, Brookfield Asset Management, for example. Yeah, we never talk about that. Never do. $850 billion under management there now. They're talking about uh, being close to their targets of uh, and their fundraising efforts of raising $37 billion of private capital year-to-date um, and expect that to accelerate in the second half of the year and on track for what they said would be a record, $150 billion of capital coming in this year. Now, where's that it's come being, from, David? Who's putting the money with them? Is that like they have, all over, are there like man. fundraisers that they have? or is They it have just- an insurance product as well, as you know, but three flagships several complementary funds uh, that they go that the money moves into infrastructure obviously a very important component for them and as you might imagine there's a lot to do in infrastructure uh and and you know these are areas these are private transactions typically in areas we don't cover that often but they are enormous and the size of these platforms now uh, has become such that they are worthy of at least more, a little bit more attention. The stock, by the way, is up about 1.4%. You're talking about a 13.6%. But we never talk about them, and they seem to be very good, very good real estate investors. We never hear about them as a problem versus, say, SO Green, which stock's moving up. But no, I mean, Brookfield did, you know, on real estate, obviously, it's right here, Brookfield. But then they did it's, give up, I think, you know, like any others, they've sort of did, given up a couple of buildings. But, but they've done but overall, Yes, they have. That's Power transformation have. platform, global container network, global data center, U.S. renewable power, European payments, North American midstream. These are monetizations. But I mean, it gives you a sense as to where and how their size and scale and what it is. So. Um, and real estate, to your point, of course, has always been an important component. Of but what? Do you think they're just a, a quiet force? I mean, I've yes. never... Yes, Bruce Flatt. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, absolutely. I've never run into them in the sense of just like, you know. Like well, they're, they're Canadian. They, you know. There you go. Yeah. They keep it. It's modest. It's modest. Canadians are Shopify is Canadian. It doesn't well, we can talkers. go through all the Canadian companies. There are quite a few, yes. But I'm just saying okay, name that me they, three Canadian they companies. tend not ah. to boast too often. Name me three Canadian companies. Well, there was Nortel. 
uh, Canadian Pacific? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I was thinking about that. You need that. There was rim. There was, yeah. Yes, yeah. Canada, Blackberry. Are you, are you leaving? Are you getting there your was, stuff? No, uh, no, I'm looking. <laughs> no, I'm not was, looking. No, I'm not leaving. Where are you headed, Jim? No, I'm not going anywhere. Are you and sure? by the way, Canada happens to be our stuff? greatest ally. Yes. And you know what? What are we talking about? We're talking about China. And I'm sure I'm going to hear a lot more, both of us will, about Canadian companies that we forgot about. Oh, yeah. How about like major banks? Of course, TD Bank. How about yeah. T- right, there you go, RBC. RBC. Right? Yes, Royal Bank of Canada. Thank you. What was that last one? BMO. 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 Oh, yeah, BMO. BMO. Yeah. Um, Can I say that the Canadian, that deal, Canadian, the, the, the KSU which, deal? The KSU deal, yes. Yeah. huge. You've, You've talked about it. Well, right. Opening Mexico up, very yeah. important. Well, I mean, Union Pacific's got Mexico, but yeah. I, I really would prefer to be uh, KSU's on Mexico, and no one seemed to even care. I do want to get you really quick on, on crude. As we said, highest level of the year this morning. Nat gas, highest since March 3rd. Uh, the EIA did have some uh, demand forecast for the year, which would put us at a fresh record, Jim. Yeah, but- I had One Oak's partner, Magellan Midstream, on last time. I mean, you know, that's actually a contestious deal. Uh, one by Magellan Midstream. Yep, you mentioned Corp, it yesterday too. C-Corp buying MLP, but they are they're, uh, the Nat Gas business of One Oak is on fire, which is terrific. I had Enbridge on the day before, seven percent yield by the way, which I think is very safe. And they own most of the pipes, the big pipes out of the Permian uh, that Magellan doesn't own. And these companies are on fire, and no one cares because people think that one day we'll wake up and there is going to be no Nat Gas and no oil, but. I think this net gas price at 277, it could be breakout. Now, it's back just just a couple months. If this thing takes out three, you want to buy Coterra, which is coming to my trust zones, because they have a dollar cost for net gas, the lowest the lowest uh, cost producer of net gas. So think about how much money they're making. They reported this week people didn't like the quarter. I thought that was silly. The stocks went fire. Yeah. Only thing, only commodity up more in, uh, from the recent lows is, is orange juice. I know. Uh, rice is very high. And rice. Rice having yeah, rice some trouble now, too. But I've got to tell you, I think that gas breaks out here in this war. I mean, we don't, we stop talking about the war. Uh, the war is just so horrible. It's just I mean, horrible. I'm talking about now that cluster munitions are, are oh actually working for Ukraine, reading the journal no, today, which I mean, does we excellent just be coverage. But I know, I mean, you know, just the loss of. Uh, it's just uh, horrendous. horrendous. We'll talk about it maybe more as we get into the colder months yeah. if it continues. Quick reminder here, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club or just use the QR code on your screen. It takes you right there. Bonds today, important 10-year auction. Yesterday's three-year, not too bad. Um, not a lot of macro data on deck today, but you do have yields lower as the 10-year once again approaches four. Be right back. Watch Take Two today, bouncing off of some two-month lows this morning. EPS were shy, but revenue in line. They do reiterate their booking guidance. Uh, a lot of the street looking at some of the fiscal 25 targets, though, a little further out. We're going to talk to Strauss Zelnick in the next hour, and we'll get Stop Trading with Jim. Don't go away. Let's get to Jim and Stop Trading. Something to keep uh, an eye on is Datadog. Now, this company reported unbelievable quarters until the other day, and people are still downgrading. Stiefel downgrades it today. Now, this is one of those companies that is the essence of enterprise software. People, consumers don't use it, so you don't see it. But you don't want cracks in Apple, Apple ZipRecruiter in enterprise software because that has been the area where most venture capitalists have put their money. Uh, and I want to watch this because, holy cow, Datadog was the favorite, the fair-haired child of the group. 
customer, and look, my charitable trust owned Salesforce waiting for the Dreamforce to come next month. But I, th- this is very discouraging for the companies that had been in the big pivot of going toward profit. So watch Datadog, which had been the most pursued um, by other companies because it had such a good book of business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the big stories of the week for sure. Yeah, look at that. Look at that decline. David, doc, it's not Doximity. It's much bigger than Doximity. Much bigger. Yeah, much bigger than Doximity. Got it. I mentioned Doximity because that's probably the stock's going to be most down today, uh, down 23%. So what are you looking for tonight? Well, I've got, you know, al- apropos of the strike, I've got a really good company that can talk about it, Dana. Dana's been a remarkable turnaround. And then Kellogg's got its... its Investor day. Investor day yeah. here. Remember, Kellogg's doing that split. Split, yeah. And they're trying to bring out value. There's a lot of value. Look, Campbell's bought, uh, they, so, they bought Rayo. Well, they bought the Rayo's so, owner. Yeah, the, so com- was, the company. Yes, so. Now, there's a lot going on in the food group to try to bring out value. And I think the Kellogg, the split will be interesting. Very, very interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, Jim, we'll see you tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Great show. Add money, 6 p.m. Eastern yeah. time. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.